Viewer discretion advised. Refrain from watching if you're short-tempered or get offended or annoyed easily, or if you're under the age of 18. Also, don't watch if you're touchy on the following subjects, such as mental health, suicide, firearms, veterans, dark humor, swearing, violence, war, small parts of political and world events. The host, co-hosts, and guests are not professionals, so anything mental or physical health-related topics mentioned on Asylum Arms, take with a grain of salt and contact your doctor or therapist for advice or questions on those subjects. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome back to episode 35 of Asylum Arms. Today we got Whiskey Shot and her mother on for the first time. How is your guys' day going? Good. Good. That's good. T today has been stressful with this audio shit. I'm happy I finally have some form of mic, though, so that's good. We'll take it. I mean, yeah. It's going to sound shittier than what I normally sound, but it's okay. I have a shitty voice, so. <laughs> so I've got, I've got the first question heading right at Whiskey. It's going to kind of put you on the spot a little bit. How does it feel to be the most asked about guest on a podcast? Am I really? Yes, you are. <laughs> yeah, you I'm are. Just, you know, like the best or whatever, you know, like I wake up in the morning, piss excellence, you know, just like one of those things you can't really teach, you know? <laughs> got it. Got it. So how do you really feel then? Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, gotcha. No, you have definitely been uh, one of the, the the front runners as far as guests that we've had that that people have asked about. Um, they still talk about your podcast, um, and uh, they were they were kind of a driving force as to bringing you back for an update because they wanted to know more and wanted to know how you were doing. That's so nice. No, that I, that's actually so cool, and it's definitely like weird because I'm not used to like having people like really like like me or like fuck with me so that's it's pretty dope and it's, it's super dope yeah but we, um, decided for our one year anniversary we decided to bring back six of the past guests and you're one of them and you're episode one of it hell yeah but... episode one and like i said the most asked about mm-hmm and in the next five days we have we have we have six more episodes in the next six days oh wow that. We're doing an episode every a day. Whole lot. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to show up to all of them. We have one way in K. <laughs> if they show up. If they show up. You know that's fair. Now, I'm assuming K would show up on his day off. Hopefully. Mama Whiskey. First off, it's great to see you. Um Secondly, I uh, I had the opportunity to get harassed a little bit by you during the podcast last time, which was okay. Um, but I've 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 jumped into to whiskey stream multiple times, and and I've seen you you know popping in and out of there and, and everything else like that. What do you honestly think of this young lady? I think a lot of her. Um, I think she's really smart, has a lot of great talent, and I wish I had some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it'll be passed down. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, you know what? I'd pay to see a, a, a grand rabbit or a grandbaby rabbit uh, play the guitar and stream and sing. <laughs> I think it'd be kind of cool and unique. Sounds like, mm. sounds like sounds like he's already getting trying to get familiar with the keyboard. So that's oh. a lot. Of it's it. his favorite place to sit when I'm in a clutch situation playing Valorant. His favorite place to sit is just plop right on my keyboard. On so. the keyboard, of course. Yeah. 
Swatch is going to need a kill for you one of these days. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Is that a no-scope? No, that was a uh, all-bunny. <laughs> that was a 360 bunny. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be a whole new type of trick shot just invented by you, and I'm just going to lock it in. Dude, imagine. That'd be get hilarious. A, get a Guinness Book of Record for it. Oh, that'd go viral, 110. Oh, 100% it would. All right, Whiskey, this is what you got to try for now. Let's try to get your bunny to do a trick shot. Oh, <laughs> and he's kind of rotten sometimes. I don't know. He, he does his own thing, for sure. So why? Yeah? Yeah, he already got potty trained within just a few hours. <laughs> yeah. So what? How old is himself, the bunny? Yeah, he taught himself. How, How old is the bunny? Four months. He was four months old. I just got him, like, uh... It'll be a week and a half on, like, or it'll be two weeks on Tuesday. I should have got a bunny and fuck these three kids that I have. <laughs> <laughs> Potty training in four months. God, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been fantastic. I so, just got to train him to not lay in his litter box now as, like, a place to nap because he does that. And then I have to groom, like, the yeah. he's off of his stomach because he's <laughs> everywhere. Like, what, the, what the fuck, Ricky? That's that's when you go to cuddle, cuddle, and you're just like, the hell is that's that? That's what I was just doing. Oh. That's why I was like, Ricky, what the fuck? And I lifted him up, and I was like, damn it, Ricky! Like that comes out of my mouth at least twenty five thousand times a day. Like either what the fuck, Ricky, or damn it, Ricky. Just, he learned his name pretty fast. He doesn't know. If it's oh, I'm sure. Ricky, though. <laughs> so what? What? Okay, so I'm I'm gonna have to ask now. Why? Why, Ricky, Bobby? Shake and bake, dude. Shake all and right. bake. I all love. Right. I that's one of my all-time favorite movies. That and Step Brothers. I love. Yeah, those are my favorite favorite movies. For See, sure. I try to quote Step Brothers, and and I only I only quote like one one scene out of the whole movie. And so when something goes wrong, and I say this wedding is horseshit. <laughs> and then what happens is it like I'll say that in someone's chat, and then it turns into well, what wedding are you at? And I'm like, you know what? Watch a movie. You're not you're not cultured enough to talk to me. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's like other people say movie quotes, you know, like uh, when I'm I'm streaming or or in Discord or something like that. And nine times out of ten, yeah, I'm that boomer that's like, huh? But uh -oh. I mean, come on, Talladega Nights, and you don't know it. Fair enough. So 2023 whiskey. What do we get to look forward to from you? What what are some things that you're trying to do, and and I've seen a few of them. Uh, what are some some new aspirations and and things you're working on? Um, well, I have a whole lot of content coming out. Um, I've been doing photo shoots. I have a lot more photo shoots planned. I have this really cool thing that I'm not allowed to talk about, but you guys are probably gonna shit yourself whenever you guys see it because you're gonna see it because everyone knows what it is um so that's super exciting um and then i'm doing a halo film and i just got fitted for my uniform last night so for the odst uniform which is super cool um other things just a just a shit ton of content like different types of content coming from me obviously mainly valorant um but like i'm gonna be way more active um, on like Twitter, Instagram and stuff like that with just posting, um, 
I'm going to start doing more photo shoots with like cool guns um, and team up with some cool gun companies and shit like that. So I got a lot of exciting things coming for 2023. I'm already tired just thinking about it. I want to take a nap. (laughs) So anything new since you've been last on the podcast with you? A lot. (laughs) Because a ton. Yeah. I want to say you're back on back in like October. Something like that. I think it was like April. April? Yeah, it was like, it's it was been a while April. ago. I, I just know it was in the summer. Yeah, I just know it, it was a while ago. <laughs> so what what brought you back to Valorant? Because I know you had to take a break there for a little while and you were you were pretty deep into GTA RP. Um yeah. but what brought you back? Because I know that game can be and, and we talked about it on, on, on the last podcast, especially for 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 women and, and, and everything else like that. It's it's kind of a toxic community. And kind of, dude. That's like I'm trying to be nice. I really want to say it's a shit bag. No, the community is shit. The grown-ass men, like with wives and children, like just being toxic as fuck. Like yeah. it's so cringe. It's really annoying. Like I'll have grown-ass men throwing throwing my games because they're mad about something or a smoke wasn't placed correctly, and that ends them so fucking hard. But they'll just throw the entire game and then start like saying a bunch of racist shit or sexist shit, and they think right. they're funny, but <laughs> like it's just, you know, it's not. Sounds it's worse really than Siege, and that's how Siege was bad. <laughs> no, Valorant, no, I would, Valorant's I would one hundred percent say Valorant is like the the single most toxic. I mean, like COD yeah, it's, and, it's and way all more them. Toxic than COD too, especially yeah. especially when it comes to ranked. So I I'm a ranked grinder. Okay, like I sweat. I'm a full on sweat. Like I train. I aim train with Aim Lab. Aim Lab also follows me. Just saying. Um, <laughs> um, besides the point. Um, yeah, so I'm a sweat. I am trained with Aim Lab every day. I also like sweat in the range and I do DMs. Like I have like a 30 to 45 minute warm up routine just to get my aim like perfect. And then I hop into ranked just to have them thrown um, by men. Well, I don't even want to call them men by like betas. They like try to act like they're hot shit when they're not. Yeah, you call know? them whatever you fine, want. Because at the end of the day, like it really is just a video game, but it makes it really hard to hit like my goals within that game because Wait, they're throwing ranked matches yeah they will throw and what sucks even what, what sucks even worse too is like those games can last upwards to 45 fucking minutes to an hour mm-hmm. i've so seen some of your matches there, and then what what else is like super fucked up too about it is that if i were to like try to dodge a pregame lobby let's say that somebody starts saying sexist shit because they find out them that I'm a chick, right? If I dodge that game, if I have like two dodges, then I start like getting penalties for dodging, and then I lose RR for dodging when I'm just trying to dodge like shitheads who like shouldn't be on the game. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Right. So it's like super frustrating. Or like if I were to go AFK or disconnect from the game entirely just because of how toxic they are, or like they keep on trying to team kill me, then I'd get penalized for it. You know what I mean? So it's right. like a lose lose situation. Yeah. And even if you were to mute them, like they could still team kill you and still give you damage, you know, or like body block you. There's so many things like that. I have countless, countless videos of like people doing mm. to me in games. It's so annoying. Now, but, do you put them on? Do you do you put them on blast? Throw their asses on Twitter on a, on a short and say, "Hey, look at this," you know? No, bag. but I snatch their dignity immediately. <sighs> well, I just roast the absolute fuck out of them, or I mute them and try to ignore them, and until it gets like really, really bad, 
mm-hmm. and then that's yeah. when I'll like I'll blow a gasket. But I mean, it is what it is. At the end of the day, like how people act, especially on video games towards other people, is just sort of like a visual representation about how they view themselves. You know what I mean? Hundred yeah, percent. And like, obviously, they hate themselves, so they're trying to make me hate myself. You can't. I'm the shit. Nobody can tell me otherwise. You know what I mean? Right. Right. But yeah. What brought me back to it was I really am so passionate about Valorant. Mm. I love Valorant. I mean, I literally just dropped ninety fucking dollars today on the skin bundle because it's purple and it looked like <laughs> something out of Alien vs Predator, and I loved it. You know, um, but I love it. I, I think it challenges me so much, and like a lot of the challenges um, that I get in Valorant, like for instance, like people being like super toxic to me. I can learn if I if I can kind of control my tongue on a video game i'm going to be able to control my tongue better like in person irl whenever like shit gets thrown at me or something mm-hmm. like that you know what i mean yeah and then i just learned that every loss is is not a loss it's a learning experience and i started applying that to like my irl thing like my you know real life shit right i don't know i try to learn from everything whether it's a video game or even this or whatever it may be you gotta Mm -hmm. turn everything into a learning experience win or loss i guess that's true that's real true yeah so now mama whiskey i know like for me i watching something like that uh i've got quite a few friends they put they put you know men on blast that do that type of toxic behavior (laughs) coming as 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 a mama seeing this type of shit happen i mean how does What's your reaction if, if if you see this type of stuff? I mean, other than I would I would personally think I want to punch the monitor and crawl through it and find the little shit and strangle them. But I'm kind of curious how you feel about you know seeing something like that happen with your daughter. Uh, well, a lot of times I you know I hear about it afterwards because I'm not really well versed on all of this. I mm-hmm. think it's really cool. I think there's a lot of talent and there's a lot like that I still need to learn to right. understand yeah. all of it. Um, but I think it takes, it takes somebody really smart to be able to do all this stuff for sure. But when I hear about some of the things, yeah, it's, it's not good. And it's just like how, you know, but you're dealing with the world and people. And I think if it was bunnies or all animals, you know, um, playing the games, you know, it'd be a lot more friendly and less toxic, <laughs> but you know, maybe Ricky Bobby will be the next. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely hard because you don't want your kids, you know, or, you know, anybody that you care about to to have any sort of pain or go through, you know, anything and mm. be treated terribly. You just absolutely don't want that. But I know it's, you know, there's a lot as far as, you know, kind of goes with the territory thing. It doesn't make it okay, and it's not okay. But, um, you know, she's really smart, and she has a good head on her shoulders. And I know that if it's to the point where it's, you know, not good for her mentally, that she'll she'll make, you know, the right adjustments to make sure that she's okay. And, you know, she'll persevere through, through it and, you know, um like she said earlier she's she's a different kind of animal to where she knows it's not right and she knows she doesn't deserve it then she's she's out and so what like she's not gonna miss a beat and or bat an eye and um i know that she's not going to tolerate being mistreated because she has self um self-respect 
and um and that's huge so well i think that i, I think that would th that would definitely say something for you as well because she yeah. she you know she runs around and prides herself on you know she was she was raised by mama whiskey and i mean she's got she's got all the you know self-respect in the world but she's strong as hell and she's going through you know a, a, a community or a a league or whatever that is absolutely toxic and she doesn't let it get to her to the point where you know she's you know killing streams and and this that, and the other so i'd say uh take a little bit of credit for it um she yeah. gives you all the credit in the world all the time well you know she she does all the work that's how i see it she had <laughs> asked me one time she said did you miss out on opportunities because you had me and you know raised me alone and I told her, actually, that was like the best opportunity that I could ever have. You know, that was the biggest blessing in my life that I was able to, you know, mm -hmm. take her and raise her and um, be a part of that. So yeah. that's that's a big, way bigger, better opportunity than any other, any other that I could have. It was a blessing. It is, is a blessing still every day. So, yeah, she's definitely the strongest, one of the strongest women I've ever known. And uh if I could have just a little chunk of that, you know, I um that's what I aspire to be. She inspires me every day. So All right, whiskey. So uh, <laughs> how's that how's that make you feel to hear that? I mean, I've I, I would probably die if my dad ever said something like that. Um internally. Uh, you know, and obviously I can't show any feelings to him because he'd smack me around. But uh how's that make you feel to hear it? Definitely uh I credit my mom. And credit, I do. I credit you like a lot, and it's because it's right. It's rightfully so. Um, no, I mean she tells me it all the time, like how proud of how proud of me she is. Like every day, she tells me how important I am, how beautiful I am. Like she'll text me around and be like, "Hi, pretty girl," you know, um, just stuff like that. She uh, she definitely helped me uh, learn to love myself after I got out of the Marine Corps because I was struggling, you know. And she uh. Help me become the woman that I am today. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't be as hot shit as I am. She's <laughs> she's hotter shit. So <laughs> it's a tag team effort. Let's just say that. And real quick to chat. Kay, no, uh, just because Mama Whiskey's here, you don't have to behave. Um, so Mama Whiskey, what was your initial reaction when um she wanted to join the Marine Corps? Mm, well, I mean, I raised her by myself. So, yeah, that's that's a scary thought. I think we might have been apart maybe, you know, a very very small amount of time like all of her life. And so you know, it's it's scary. It's it's empowering, it's exciting. It's kind of one of those bittersweet things. It's like, wow, that's amazing. Um you know, that you want to do that and that you believe in yourself and you have enough self-worth and self-esteem and self-confidence that you say, hey, you know, I want to do this and I believe that I can. So I'm going after it. Um, I remember when she was, you know, talking about it. It's scary. It's scary. I was working two jobs at the time, um, you know, 80 hours a week sometimes just to, you know, to make make ends meet and make sure that she had a roof overhead, a safe place and uh, all of that. Um, 
And I remember, I think it was like in February and I let the second job go. I'm like, hey, I've got to quit the second job because I need to spend more time with my daughter before she goes into the Marines. And I, and I did that and, you know, we were fine, but it was important for me to be a part of that process with her, let her know, Hey, sure. It's scary for me. You know, she becomes a mom. She's a mom, bunny mom. Now, you know, it's, <laughs> it's, it's scary, you know, but it's also, um, honorable and a lot of amazing things. So I was just happy to be able to be a part of that. And I, I said, Hey, that's what you want to do. I will support you. Uh, yeah, it's scary, but, um, you know, I'll be behind you all the way. If that's what that's you awesome. Want to do. It really hesitant at first. I remember that. It, well, it's scary, you know, um, it's scary. But like within the same day, like she, we talked it out, you know, and she was like supportive. Well, I'm I'm an introvert too, kind of, and so I had to kind of think process things, things, yeah, process things. Like somebody asks a question, I'm like, let me think about that. You know, right. I'm gonna think about you know how I'm gonna respond or just take it in or just really process it. And that's kind of what it was. It was just like deer in headlights, and then I'm like, <laughs> okay, um, <laughs> I'll get back to you. Just yeah, but no, but, seven to ten business days. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Uh, no, but my her her grandfather on grandfathers on both sides. Um well, I say both, yeah. I say both. Yeah. Right? No, no. Your grandfather on my side, he was in he was in uh the Air Force mm. for four years back during Vietnam and then her her Great grandfather, one of her great grandfathers, my grandfather, he was in the army during Korea. And then my other grandfather was in uh, during World War II in the army. Um, and so, you know, it's service and empowerment and strength and perseverance and self confidence is all in her blood, you know, down the line. And so I'm sure all of that, you know, you know, added to that just, um, so, so it's, it's honorable. It's an honorable thing. I wanted to do it. Uh, I remember I went all the way up to MEPS and did everything but swear in. Um, we had a recruiter join our, come to our high school and met with him. And um, like I said, I got as far as MEPS, which is pretty far. And then I, I decided to, to not, to not go through with it. Um, you know, a couple things about that. I had a lot of trauma and tragedy in my childhood. And so I didn't really have a solid foundation support network to help, you know, walk me along with that, you know, because we, we had tragedy in our family. Right. Um, but had I gone in, you know, I wouldn't have had the opportunity to be a single mom and raise her. So I see <laughs> it as, hey, I, I didn't go in, but I'm grateful for everybody that has strangers, complete strangers that have gone in the military for me, losing, including her and losing all of your rights, your, 
you know, everything, all of the sacrifices it, you know, for, for me, a complete stranger, you know, I said, when she was going in, I said, I fought for her my entire life and now she's going to go fight for me. And that's <laughs> how it's always been, no matter what. Since it's a special then, feeling too. Well, so I'm just grateful for the military. We're a military family and we have, you know, other family members and friends. I have a lot of dear friends and I mean, I can't help but be grateful to them. I remember when I was in college and I felt ready. Like I, I had a solid foundation and I was ready to, you know, talk to somebody. And we had recruiters at the college and I talked to them and I already had her. And they were like, yeah, you're going to have to sign her away to somebody. I'm like, nope, yep. not yep. happening. So that's not my future and that's okay. But I'm grateful for everybody that went that route and continues to go past, present, future. Um, I'll always be grateful for those people, sure, and their families. Right. Damn, I don't know. I'm I'm kind of nervous now because I've got I've got a son that's of age, and you know he graduated. Uh, well, I mean he he walks this uh, this spring, but he graduated high school in December. Um, at 17 he was supposed to graduate last year at 16 so thank god he didn't go that far um <laughs> but he uh he he wants to join and you know i uh yeah i did my time in and you know it, same thing i've got you know family ranging all the way back to world war one that have have been in the military and this that and the other and you know i uh i don't know i, I don't know how i'd feel about it you know I, I i know i would feel proud of them but at the same time I know how screwed up the military is right now. And I'm just like, just don't, not yet. Just, just wait a little longer and we'll be fine. I don't know. I, it, that says something. It, it says a lot. I mean, you know, um, I've, I've seen it on both ends. I've seen parents that were extremely proud like yourself. And I've, uh, I've seen parents that have, I mean, I, I've seen parents go as far as they've disowned their child because they joined the military. And it's kind of heartbreaking at that point. So whiskey, you, you you got a good mama there. I, I'm I going to tell you right now. Absolutely, all mine, literally, because I'm an only child. So, all mine. There you and go. The there you go. I'm like, hey, I support what you want to do. Why wouldn't I? Because I love you and I care about you, and I want you to succeed, and I want you to do your dream. How could I not want that for my kid? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Why anybody not want that for their kid? Yeah, that's how I feel sadly enough i mean a lot of people think you know the same way and then there's other people that are just like well you know they're not doing what i want them to do so you know whatever and come on <laughs> we all had dreams I, I wanted to be an astronaut i came nowhere fucking close to that and so um, you became a cb yeah i became a cb <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh real quick k no he's not going into the air force he already told me there's two places he will not go in the military the space force or in his words, the fucking chair force. So get over it. <laughs> I mean, at least he's not going for space force. Hey, I wanted to join the space force. As soon as they announced that, I was like, look, I'm retired. I could probably go back in. I mean, they're called guardians. I played destiny for, you know, God knows how long I wanted to be a guardian too. But I mean, I mean, I, I, I mean, saw the uniform and went, Oh, hell no. And if he said you're fucked up and now you're even more fucked up, so you think they want you back? <laughs> well, there's it's not the Navy, it's the Air Force. We all know that they don't have to Real. do marches or runs or anything else like that. They get on a bus, they get driven to some place, and you know, they, they get pampered. We all know what the Air Force does. I mean, that's fair. 
Maybe, maybe they, they do want you. Let prior service Marines in, though. Like, you have to oh, have 100%. Yeah. And then you get a psyche valve, even if you weren't in combat or anything. Mm-hmm. And nothing on your record, yeah. <laughs> Throwing that out there. So I, I I do know that uh, there's been a couple of times you've mentioned either in your Discord or on on Twitter and you've you've thought about the service more than once going back, um, yeah. or at least you've you've mentioned it. Um, do you still feel that way, or yeah. is it is just something that kind of comes and goes? I mean. I still feel that way, partially. I mean, obviously, it comes and goes because I make more money now than when I did in the Marine Corps. Um, but uh, it's hard, dude, because I'll be, it'll be three years in April since I've been out, um, and I really fucking, like, I miss it. I hate it, you know, because, like, I went through a whole lot of hell. I right. went through fucking, I went through, like, an unimaginable hell for the entirety besides boot camp of my Marine Corps career was literal hell. And I wouldn't wish it on the devil himself. Mm. Um, yeah. Fuck that guy though. Still, you know, fuck the devil, right. but whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? I still wouldn't <laughs> wish it on him. Cause like what I went through, I fucking, it was horrible. Um, and I'm still like fighting it to this day, you know? Um, I miss it because the Marine Corps, like when I went to join, I was like, this is my fucking purpose. I was like, this is what I meant to do with my life. This is, it's going to fix my life and I'm going to be a fucking, I'm going to be the woman I want to be. I'm going to be the woman I'm supposed to be. Like I get to fucking serve my country. I get to, you know, do whatever I can and I can be worth a damn. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and then I got out and I was like, what the fuck, you know? <laughs> and now I'm three years later. What the fuck? You know, I don't right. know what the fuck I'm supposed to be doing. I still feel purposeless, even though like, I know I have a purpose in my heart. I just wish I knew what it was. Um, but it's, it's really fucking difficult because I miss having my structured routine. You know, I'd get, I get up at the ass fuck of dawn every day. I'd, you know, make coffee. I'd put my hair up in a bun, put on my uniform, do a devotional and then boom, I'd be off to work. You know what I mean? And yeah, um, yeah. I just really miss it. You know, I miss, I miss my Marines. I miss being surrounded by like, I don't know. I just, man, like I was like all my friends, dude, like we were, I was really close with the people that I was close with. And man, we did the dumbest shit all the time, <laughs> especially cause I was, you know, I was in the motor pool. So that's what we did. Right. Just the dumb shit all the time. And it was so much fun. And, you know, like it wasn't looked down on to say fuck every two seconds. You know, it's not looked down on to come up with new cuss words or to say every cuss word in the book. You know, um, I just I've had a really hard time, like trying to find my place in this civilian society still to this day. Like I'll mm -hmm. like I force myself to um, like leave my house and to go to places and I still feel so out of place, man, like. I'm, one of my favorite things is gonna like is going to coffee shops and editing because I like it. I like drinking coffee and you know having whatever kind of snacks they have and then just sitting on my laptop um, and just doing what I need to do. And even then, like I just feel so fucking out of place. I I I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. You know, right? And um, like it it just sucks really bad because the only people I really feel like I can connect to are like one my mom. Or, you know, my, my dad and then like veterans, you know what I mean? 
because it's like I, I see a veteran, I'm just like, oh, immediately, like, yo, what's up? You know, unless they're like a bro yeah. vet, and yeah, you know, yeah. then I'm like, fuck you. But you know, for the <laughs> most part, like I've right. really met like incredible vets. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, but I miss having that like camaraderie, and mainly it's like the purpose, dude. You know what I mean? And have being yeah. forced to have a structured routine, man. I was thriving, even though I was going through the like epitome of hell, dude. I was thriving with that routine. You know, right. um, and now my routine, like obviously I have a set streaming schedule, like Monday through Thursday. Um, and I take care of Ricky Bobby, my bunny, you know, at a certain, at certain times every single day and let him out to play at certain times. You know what I mean? It's just, it's mm. not the fucking same. And I've been, you know, trying to get a million tattoos to help fix it and it doesn't you know <laughs> so now i'm like I'm but that that million and one it. might do it you never yeah. know <laughs> like a, my dad was like you're running out of space dude and i'm like right? i don't have enough yet dude like what do you mean it's like that's you when know? i get that tattoo removal and start all over again exactly just that's give me time I'm, I'm good literally I, you just get it removed and then boom fresh canvas dude it's just there it's we go right out that's all it is you know but i don't know that's that's mainly what it is but even if i wanted like even if i was like fuck yeah you know what tomorrow i'm leaving this life behind and i'm gonna go fucking re-enlist i wouldn't be allowed to like my fucking arm i have seven screws in my shoulder three going down mm -hmm. my humerus and a big plate in there i'm basically iron man um and then i also have my <laughs> neck done my hand and my fingers done right um, and so like the navy might take like might be able to but even then a couple months after i got out of the marine corps i tried to enlist in the army and this was before i had any crazy tattoos or anything mm -hmm. um and they said because my art my re-enlistment code you know that you get on your ddc 14 yep so it said i could re-enlist with a waiver mm -hmm. but they said no because apparently my like there's no waiver that could like wave me in because i got out i got med boarded for ptsd Okay. Oh. Even though I've seen multiple people like go back in when they like, you know, I was just like, okay, whatever, that's fine. And then I started this life, and now I'm here. Well, yeah. I can tell you that the Navy, um, the PTSD thing, they can they can work around that. The 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 tattoos, believe me, we can work around that. I uh, I had a, a guy that I worked with that um, not only was was tattooed from basically his jawline down, um. But he was also a tattoo artist on the side. So when we had dress inspections and this, that, and the other, I mean, he would he would get ready for inspection six hours before anybody else. And he would literally be sitting there with makeup, you know, covering up his hands, his arms, his neck, this, that, and the other, just to just to pass inspection. And I mean you ain't got as many as him, and I'll tell you that right now. I mean, there wasn't an inch other than obviously jaw up that he didn't touch that. I mean, there wasn't, you know, some, some form of ink, um, you know, for him to, to hone his craft. He spent, you know, all his days and nights, um, while deployed tattooing himself. And obviously all of us that were deployed with him. So, I mean, it was a great thing for us. We were like, Hey, I want to get a tattoo. He was like, Hey, I'm bored and I need practice. And we're like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We got we got some shoddy ass fucking tattoos, you know. At, while he was first, oh, I got running. barracks tattoos, bro. Oh, that's I got what I'm like saying. five barracks tattoos, and they weren't even by like an actual fucking artist, dude. I got stick and poked. Yep. Uh, let me guess the D battery with you know the pen components and and, and this. No, it was an actual stick and poke kit. Oh no, shot. Yeah, but it was literally on my barracks bed in Fourth of July weekend. I just <laughs> yeah, literally. <laughs> 
Yeah, yeah, I, I I've seen that. Um, yeah, we went to uh, where'd we go? We went to Samoa, and I saw I saw my buddy get a traditional Samoan tattoo, and he looked at me. He was like, "You want one?" I was like, "I would rather hammer my balls flat with a wooden Wait, mallet." Wait, is that go... the, like the hammer? Yes. Fuck that, dude. But people I, like that gets done on their face. Like, oh, I know. Like, they he do he that. did it and across like, his neck. Yeah. And I'm I'm just sitting there, and I sat there for six hours with them, and I was like, my my butthole was eating the seat I was in because I was clenched so tight watching this. But I mean, he just looked at me. He was like, "I will pay for it." And I was like, "No." It's such a beautiful tradition, though. It is. Oh, I know. So I know. I agree. But it. I mean, even but... even the guy giving the tattoo, he he got done, and he goes, "I won't even do my neck." And I was like, "Okay, there, right there, says I'm not doing this shit." <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, people like a lot of people like um, I see on TikTok people from New Zealand, like a lot of them get like designs like that on there. Yeah, too. yeah. You know what I mean? So consider that like a huge honor. The fact that he was like, you should get one. You know what I mean? Because that means he's like, you know, you welcome you into it. Well, I, I told him because I, I saw there's another way to do it. Um, And and I'm I'm kind of curious about that one probably get myself in trouble for this but um they they can actually give you a drug to make you not feel a lot of it don't feel a lot of anything apparently um kind of sounds good you know but then again I, i've seen the after effects of the drug and i don't like puking that much valid this <laughs> yeah and you'll be fine that's what i'm thinking it, you'll just wake up with a sick tat like hell yeah and a hell of a uh, yeah you know what it's probably true i wake up with bruises all the time and i'm like what the fuck did that come from <laughs> I, I don't know where it came from i'm like how did i bruise myself I unknowingly I, yeah, I had it i had it happen not too long ago um i i found out how it happened through the uh security cameras out front but i went out front with my pit bull and um it was time to bring her back in and i mean she's a 70 pound puppy she gets hyper excited so it's time to go in. She goes on a deadbolt for the door, clips my knee on the way in. So I go uh, shin first into the corner of my house. My house is brick. So I split open my shin, walk in, come into the room, get in bed, go to sleep, wake up the next morning, take her outside, sit down. She comes up, bumps me on my shin, and I like want to jump through the roof. I don't know why. I pull up my, my pant leg, and I'm, you know, I'm, I've got a gash about that long on my leg and it's exposed to titanium in my leg. It's that deep. And I'm just Jeez. like, Oh, how the hell did this happen? So I went, you know, I pulled up a security camera and I'm like, okay, drinking in puppies are not a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and will never happen again. And yes, Rex, I stitched myself up as best as I could. I mean, I, I, I don't think my ass. No, a full. I've got a. I've got an eye fact that sits behind me. I can do full full kit. Should just use super glue, dude. It works. Wonderful. Oh, believe me, I've done it before. <laughs> <laughs> I had a. I had a, a a one inch deep gash, uh, three inch long on my hand uh, while we were deployed, and we had no medic around us where we were at. Just so happened, our mechanics, God love the motor pool, had a shit ton of super glue. And I just, just, I called one of the mechs. I was like, bring me fucking two jars. And he just, he came over with two containers and we sat there and I had three people pinching my skin together and we just like emptied the entire thing on it. And it worked. Um, I didn't get infected. 
Don't figure. I, I, I get I get a knee replacement from a doctor in a sterile environment, and I get an infection that damn near takes my leg. But out in the dirt, you know, hey, you know, no, no, not a problem. Why would why why why, why would that work? Yeah, yeah. Why would that happen? Gotta love the fucking Air Force. <laughs> I mean, fair. That's right. You had the procedure done by the Air Force, didn't you? Well, my first my first procedure was done by the Navy, and they fucked it up, and that. That particular surgeon was uh, relieved of duty. That's how bad he had fucked up. Wow. Um, and he was the the lead surgeon in Portsmouth Medical in Virginia. Um, he was placed on the USS Comfort as administration only. He was not even allowed to talk to a patient uh, for the rest of his career. Uh, then I had a shit ton of civilian doctors and a couple of Air Force. And yeah. You you want to talk about being robo? Um, yeah, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm eighty percent titanium, mid thigh to mid shin on left leg. I now have a robotic heart, and they're getting ready to replace a bunch of vertebrae and everything else with titanium. So I'm going to be the first Terminator, and Rex, you're the first target. Get over it. Um, well, I guess the style arms is ending then. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Last podcast coming soon. <laughs> Yeah, the last thought is just be Pool, Hawkeye, and Case saying, oh, well, Rex is dead. <laughs> well, it'll just be me saying everybody's dead. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, your, uh, your music. I know uh, I've, I've, I've had the opportunity and, and, and the pleasure of, of seeing and hearing you on stream. Whenever I know, we, your music I, I, know I, I tried a couple of times to to convince you to possibly do it on on uh, the podcast, but we know Discord audio is is absolute dog shit, so we're not gonna we're not gonna ask for that one. But what are you trying to do with your music? Funny you ask that. I have a producer. Um, as of a couple of days ago. Um, I'm actually going to shoot pool after, after this, uh, with him for his birthday. Um, yeah, I'm actually pursuing it. I'm working on my album right now. Um, I recorded, he's going to go through and record all of my songs for me. Um, I like the Zach Bryan type vibe where it's just me and my guitar. That's what I like. Um, but obviously, you know, he's a producer and he has a lot of connections to a lot of things. So therefore, um, I told him, I was like, if you get people who you think would sound good on it, you know, let them. I don't really care. You know, if it sounds good and they keep the twangy vibe to it, keep it. You know what I mean? It's cool. It is what it is. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm actually like, I'm going to be really fucking busy this year because um, I'm going <laughs> to be recording um, a couple times a week. And then um, he, I'm also going to be making different types of music with him, too. Because I really only play like um, like bluegrass or just straight up like red dirt country, mm-hmm. um, but I listen to all different types of music. So I really fuck with like rap, underground rap, like Night Lavelle, Suicide Boys, um, freaking Witch House stuff like that, um, or Bones or uh, Ghost Main stuff. Like I, I love that type of rap. Um, right, and right. That just happens to be the the music that he does um and i actually recorded his producer tag for him which if you don't know what a producer tag is that's like the um thing 
you ever you ever hear like a rap song and they go like metro boomin you know like in the mm-hmm. beginning or whatever that's what yep. producer tag is so i did his mm-hmm. and that's now in all of his beats um and then he he mainly like uh records for rappers and makes beats for rappers and stuff and he's gonna let me know whenever they need like vocals done or whatever because a lot of the rappers that he does can't sing for shit they can just, they can just <laughs> drop bars you know what i mean right of course uh, so i'm gonna be helping out with that too which is really really cool because i love that type of music. i i listen to all different types of music so i think that's wicked that I, i'll be able to you know explore that genre of music as well because i'm passionate about all of it it's just what i like to write and what i like to play on my guitar it just happens mm-hmm. to be mainly like rock or Mm. um stuff like that yeah so do you now do you like acoustic guitars or do you like a uh, electric i like both so that guitar you see back there that's an electric it's a six switch um mm-hmm. it sounds beautiful i need to get a mix amp for it um but i want to be able to play like i, I want to i i like both because i really love deathcore so like lorna shore i love that mm-hmm. shit or um I just, I don't know, or like Corn or Hinder or Saving Abel, you know, or Aerosmith, shit like that. Like, I want to be able to shred like Zach Wilde just as much as I want to be able to tear up a fucking banjo. You know what I right. mean? Right, right. You know, yeah. I, I love all of it. I think, I, I, I can't pick a favorite for sure. I just, I can't. It just depends on what you're playing because every instrument is so needed and beautiful in its own way. So it's now, is this going to be, is this going to be whiskey? written music or are you going to do kind of like a, a mix of the two yeah, where somebody else is going to write for you or, no. or, okay. Very cool. No, I'll definitely write with other artists if that were to ever happen, but, right. um, um, I'm going to write my own damn songs. You know what I mean? Like I'll sing covers and shit. Like I'll sing covers and you know, because I, I do a lot of covers of Zach Bryan. I do a lot of covers of like, uh, Charlie Crockett. Mm-hmm. Um, Tyler Childers, uh, fucking Coulter Wall, just because they're amazing, you know, lyricists, they're amazing artists, um, and they're right. all artists that I really look up to. But I'm going to write my own damn songs. Unless I'm writing with, like, buddies or, you know, friends or whatever, then maybe, you know what I mean? But they're going to be fe- featured on the song with me. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Not just yeah. Gonna, I'm not going to just <laughs> sing a song that somebody else wrote because I just connect to it more if I write it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm weird about that shit. I don't know. <laughs> wow. So Makes we're sense. so we're 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 potentially talking to a a, a big ass fucking celebrity. Holy shit. Oh no! I, I hope not. <laughs> I, I hope not, dude. I I think with your personality, um, I canceled. I don't know how I haven't gotten canceled yet, dude. I say some. I'm probably on a watch list. I wouldn't doubt. I it. think <laughs> a lot of us are on a fucking permanent watch <laughs> I feel list. Like every veteran yeah. is on a watch list at this point. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think true. if you stream and you and and you don't follow the 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 PC everything, you're on that fucking watch list. And and, and you're right. Well, if you're a I veteran, feel, like, you're on a watch list. About shit, you know what I mean? I don't right. care. I don't care about people's feelings. If you're gonna ask me a question, throw your feelings out the window because I'm gonna be honest. You know what I mean? And that's like another thing I've really struggled with in this career path, um, is I don't care how much clout you have. I'm mm-hmm. not going to change my personality or act like who you want me to act like just so that, you know, your feelings don't get hurt. I'm um, keep it a buck a hundred, you know, like a hundred mm-hmm. all the time, you know, and I'm not going to be woke or whatever the fuck the kids say these days. Like that's right. not me. I believe in what I believe in and you ain't going to change it. You well, I mean? and I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's worked out for quite a few artists out there. I mean, you look at, uh, yeah. you know, uncle Ted or, uh, you know, Nugent or, 
Charlie Daniels, Toby Keith, things like that. They they went out on a limb and said, I'm not going to play your fucking games. This is who I am. And like it or not, I'm going to do what I want. 100% believe you're going to be that same person. It's it's either you're going to accept whiskey for what she is or you know what? I'm not going to sign myself to a damn label. I'm not exactly. fucking doing that. Because what, what sucks about these labels too, which is so, it's like, Hollywood is so cancerous and it is so evil and nobody, nobody believes it. Like just open up your fucking eyes, but it really is. It's not even about controversies or anything. Like it's, it's in front of your fucking face. You just need to open up your eyeballs. Yep. Like it's so toxic. Like there's artists like out there who have to like struggle so hard when they're signed to a label just to put out a song because it doesn't have enough clout on TikTok yet. Like, no, if I want, if one person says they like my song, or if everybody says they hate my fucking song, I'm going to put it out because I like it, not right. because I need to. And and even then, too, like when it comes to like impressing people, you have to like show your ass to impress anybody these days. Like you mm -hmm. have to act like somebody you're not. And I'm, yeah. I'm just not with that. Hell no, that will never be me. <laughs> Mainly because I'm a really bad liar for one and I wear what I think on my face. And so. I've, I've heard that about <laughs> like you. I've, I've talked to a couple of people that have met you at the barbecues and this, that, and the other, and they were like, 100%, what you see on, on stream is no different from what you see having a hamburger and a fucking beer at a barbecue. It's the same goddamn person, the same mouth, the same attitude, everything else, this, this is who you are, which uh, in, in today's day and age, you're right. That's a very rare thing to find. Yeah, it is. So good on you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that fake ass yeah i know is that good on you um so, she's very proud of her humility <laughs> so whiskey, i'm the most what? humble cocky person you'll ever meet that's for damn sure i'm pretty humble but like i'm also cocky it's just, right right <laughs> my dad's watching like what the heck he's like nobody watches this shit yeah <laughs> so whiskey what got you into guitar and music my mom that i like woman. we have a very musical family like my papa he was a famous fiddle player like we have a record like he he was an amazing artist um yeah vo vocalist like anything you name it he did it and he did it damn good and then my mom she also sings and writes and plays guitar and all that stuff so i grew up you know in the car listening to like you know freaking you'd put on hinder you'd put on like all different types of music um country and then all of a sudden we switched to saving able and i'd be like what the heck okay different vibe let's go you know what i mean like, right? i was in the i was in the womb going like this you know what i mean um you know so that i don't i'd be just we're a musical family um yeah. a lot of a lot of people in my family can't sing worth a shit or keep a keep a tone or key but my mom my mama and i can i think so love you love you <laughs> but y'all know you can't sing <laughs> don't, don't don't worry we'll edit it out if you want no it's okay they, they know. know they can't sing, they know they know they know that's okay they try and we support them yeah we love them no matter what um, we we listen to them every time with a headphone on yeah yeah exactly yeah no but i i really credit it to my mom I grew up to her always playing gigs, you know, or like taking me to different gigs or, you know, playing guitar on the couch or trying to learn something different or writing a new song, you know, so it's her. And then I just fell in love with it. And I don't know. That's just what, that's what it is. Like apparently when I was a baby, before I could even talk, I would sing myself to sleep every night. 
like not even <laughs> mouthing words just like humming and like doing weird shit with my mouth and my throat i guess so yeah she could sing herself to sleep before she could talk like, yeah yeah it was interesting but yeah. yeah absolutely i think her you know her passion for music is definitely in the bloodline because you know both sides like my parents met in the studio so i've got it on both sides and then down the line like all over the place we got a lot of very talented singers songwriters musicians and so on i think the passion for music definitely was there you know it part of her blood but i think you know her talent is is just unbelievable it's it's her own talent it's nobody else's talent she's phenomenal and i I really enjoy it. And I think it's funny that you said about your music, because before we got on, I said, are you going to sing? She's like, no. <laughs> no, she she, she made that perfectly clear on Discord. We're not <laughs> playing that game. Maybe next time. But yeah, I did forget about the audio part on Discord. But yeah, yeah she's fantastic. Just absolutely. Yeah. For me, it was just like I was working, you know, I was working to make a living and, you know, support her. And so you know music was just a once in a while kind of thing but you know it's i got a ton of guitars at home she actually brought a guitar out to her um when she was in the marines so she had some to play and right. then when she got her own place you know this year i'm like she's got to have her own guitar she so got me my very first i went and got her when i bought her a guitar you know and surprised her with it so it's it's in our blood we we probably will never not do it but um, yeah, it's pretty special. And music is therapy. Like it's a hundred percent. It is. It's amazing. And like earlier, we were going to talk about different kinds of music that you like. I know for me, it's like, well, sometimes it, it, it's depends on my mood. Mm -hmm. It's like, what am I, you know, yep. am I going to listen to this or that, or it just depends on my mood. So it's so funny. I'll be talking to her or I'll start on her stream lurk, you know, I'm working. And then all of a sudden she'll have corn or she'll have, something else or um I'll literally go know, from corn to polo yeah, g right things. right and it's just really neat like when you all were talking about you know you know we're not trying to make it big or you know make somebody notice us it's it's about doing what we love to do no mm -hmm. matter no matter what no matter who's watching if anybody's watching if nobody's watching like that song by you you have to remind me what his name is because i would remember it if i wasn't on tv um <laughs> <laughs> but hippies and cowboys cody jinx know, thank cody you. jinx yep. cody jinx he's like hey you know like i'm not trying to you know whatever and he's phenomenal yeah and, uh, won't ever have any you know hard times um getting a job or anything because he's really talented but that's what it comes down to doing what you like to do and she's really talented in those areas and when I got her that guitar, I put a little card in the guitar case. I said, never stop singing. Like, mm -hmm. keep, keep it up. She's a phenomenal sing songwriter. Uh, yeah, she's amazing. So one of, I'm one of her biggest fans. Probably her biggest. <laughs> I, I think I will definitely have a, 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 you know, when it comes out, I know it's going to come out, but I'll have a whiskey or two album in the house. Um. Like I said, I've 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 listened to her sing on on Twitch, and you got some talent there, girl. Hundred percent, you do. I'm pre-ordering that album, <laughs> right? <laughs> so now, Ed, real quick question, Ed, for the two of you. Speaking of music, if you had the opportunity to collab with another artist in the music industry, 
um, anybody, who would it be? And, and, and that goes for the two of you. Zach Bryan. Really? Okay. Yeah. Without, without a question, Zach Bryan. That man got me through some shit in the Marine Corps, man. <laughs> he got me through some shit, dude. Yeah. Zach Bryan, any day. Any day of the week, dude. We might have to try to uh, bust our ass and make that happen, huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. I have what to about- say for me, I love music so much. It's such a part of my life and joy and peace and serenity and all that. But the one person I would love to collaborate with would be my dad. He passed away. Um, almost 30 years ago, but he was a fiddle player, singer, songwriter, producer, engineer, incredibly talented, and uh, just well-known in, in the area and in Nashville, too. Phen- phenomenal. So if I had somebody to collab with, that's who I would pick. For sure. That's for awesome. Sure. And a jack of all trades, I think. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. Oh, it's nice. Yeah, you okay there, Rex? <laughs> I'm. I didn't get any sleep, so I'm a little tired. <laughs> oh, poor baby. It's okay. okay. Just take a breath, drink some water, and change your socks. <laughs> Not wearing socks, so. Oh that's well, then you definitely need. Yeah, that's that's why you're having issues right now. Oh, is it? You're gonna get trench foot, dude. <sighs> I'm in my house. It still happens. I was in a fucking foxhole, and I had trench foot. Because I problem. forgot to fucking dig the grenade sump, but I mean that's my own nice stupidity. rookie mistake. Come on now, <laughs> I did it with a backhoe. I didn't even use the fucking the shovel. The I literally came in with a back. Yeah, fuck the e tool. I'm an equipment operator. Good. I'm an equipment operator. I've got backhoes and dozers. I don't fucking dig. That should suck. <laughs> yeah, we had a what was it? Three days straight of rain, and even though I had you know the tarp over it and 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 this that and the other, it's still. Yeah, you know, my last, my last, uh, what was it, uh, nine hours in, in the trench, it was knee-deep knee fucking water. And I was just like, well, I, I fucked up, so I'm going to sit here and put up with it. And five hours in, my doc came by, and he was like, get the fuck out of there right now. I was like, but he was like, no, you're an idiot. There. Oh, sorry. I'm reading chat, and apparently they come. Don't it's okay. figure it's chat. Well, it's, what, what else do you expect? <laughs> um. So, whiskey. What are games do you play besides Five M and Valorant? Five M and Valorant. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, I'll fuck around on like pummel party with some buddies. Um. I shoot a lot of pool IRL. I'm really freaking good at it. Just saying. Um, Genetics. <laughs> I mean, I grew up playing pool in a freaking basement. So yeah. Um, and then. I'll I'll bring my McDermott down. We'll have we'll have a pool I game. I used to have a McDermott. I I, I still got two of them sitting over there. I love them. That was mine. That's a good. That's a good stick. Mm-hmm. Yep, we gotta get her one. Yeah, I want to get a purple one, but I want to have like the bottom of it wrapped in uh, car- purple carbon fiber. It'll be the oh, most that would be cool stick. 
<laughs> it, it probably will I be. <laughs> like I really do have expensive ass hobbies. Hobby. Like I really do, man. Can you put that on your wish list? <laughs> <laughs> right. I think right. I'd have to get it like actually like custom, custom made, Isn't and that's it? probably gonna be upwards to like a 500 500 600 dollar stick. I think so my I sticks top heavy. I want it bottom heavy. Yeah. I think they were, bottom and heavy. I mean, I I bought mine years ago, and I think they were still like two to three hundred bucks at the time. So. Well, yeah, but carbon fiber is. Oh yeah, no, I hundred percent know that. Yeah, I want actually like the shit people wrap their cars in. Like that's what I want. Like <laughs> I want the real <laughs> shit. You know, I want it to be known that I'm that like I like that shit. You know. True. So if if you become big, again, I'm I'm, I'm gonna play hypothetical. We know you like we know you like your imports. We know you like your fucking lead sled muscle cars. If you had the choice of getting any car out there, your your absolute O2 fucking WRX dream. STI, the bug eye. All right, <laughs> we can be <laughs> friends forever now. <laughs> That's my favorite JDM of all time. My dad okay. kind of makes fun of me because he he used to he used to have a bug eye, and it was like my favorite thing in the like in the entire fucking world dude it was my favorite thing i would always bother the absolute hell out of him can i drive it today can i go drive the bug eye dad you know what i mean <laughs> right um, right and i literally I, I remember i got the letters that um he sold it when i was in boot camp and i mm. sobbed and then i got hazed i got hazed I oh got, yeah yeah i got fucking i got ran through <laughs> i got hazed so, yeah but i mean it was definitely i don't know dude that i that's my dream car i love it i think they're very underrated I think it's mm -hmm. the best body style that, you know, Subaru has ever put out. A lot of people like the wagons. I don't. I like no. the it's it's the best one. And I haven't I've not found a Subi since then that has come out um that I loved more than that. Well, and I mean their popularity blew up during the WRC when you had Tommy Mackinnon and the Evo five and six going up against the Bug Eye STI. And I mean it was like every other race, it was either Mitsubishi winning it or a Subaru winning it. Yeah. So, I mean, the car made a name for itself. It's a beautiful car. Absolutely it's beautiful. So pretty, dude. It is a beautiful car. And I want to keep, like, part of me wants to respect, you know, the JDM, you know, culture of blue on gold and stuff like that. But right. I just really feel like, you know, a purple carbon fiber hood with, like, a midnight purple, you know, matte color with, like, a Schaefer purple pearlescent. I literally build this car in GTA all the fucking time, besides the point. Um, <laughs> You know, I just, the, I feel the like, card literally feel exists. Like really sexy. You know what I mean? And not right. the gold wheels. Like, I want, I like the matte black or maybe like a Schaefer purple to, you know, complement the pearlescent. You know, right. so like, I love, I love it. I love that shit. I think, I think that would look pretty freaking nasty. And I found, I found this really freaking sexy quick release steering wheel that's carbon fiber purple. And I, I was like, oh, it's 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 a thousand dollars, but it's worth it. Like it's only a thousand dollars. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, it's good. It's only. You know. <laughs> but yeah, no, I found that, and I was like, it's almost like God's telling me that this is what needs to be done. But the problem is, is um, you can't find an O2 that isn't beat to hell and back, rusted out, um, has over that has under two hundred thousand miles on it. You know what I mean? Even then, like. I do. Yeah, but at, at the same time, that boxer motor, too. that boxer motor, I mean, you can get that swapped out and just hope to God that the frame's not rotted out. Well, that's the problem is the frames, you know? What oh, I mean? yeah. I even, even if I were to find one, I'm going to swap out the engine. I'm going to swap out the training. I'm going to put an LS in it. 
Um, mm -hmm. But like the problem is, is how rusted they are because nobody takes care of them because they're really rally cars. That's what they're for. You're supposed oh, to yeah. have fun with them. But like also what people don't understand about rally cars is you also have to take care of them or else they're going to fall apart. You know what 100%. I mean? Like, a rally shit, have fun with it, but you got to take care of it. And a lot of people who have these like shit boxes, like they want 10, 15 grand out of it. And I'm like, that is just not, no, yeah. like you are out of your damn mind. Like, no, I'm going to have to put 15 grand into it just to fucking make it drivable. You know what I mean? I'm, I, I may have to send you a link later. I have a, I have a connection that may be able to either have the car already and it's not total trash or they can get you the car. Um, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll talk to them later tonight and, and shoot you a, a, yes. a DM because they, they, I mean, you're talking this company gets, you know, uh, you know, skylines with under 80,000 miles on them and, no fucking way. uh, you know, no Lexus. Way. Yeah. I mean, you name it, they can get their hands on it and it's completely legit. Where are they based out of? They're based out of Virginia. No, Virginia. Yes, ma'am. Bumfuck nowhere. Are you kidding me, dude? What the heck? Are you serious? Yeah. And I mean, they, they, they bring over some, I mean, like they brought over and they sold it. I, now granted this was like $280,000 car, but it was the Veil side white or pure white wrapper, uh, R34 skyline, um, Veil sides, original track car. They brought it over. It had less than, I think it was less than 50,000 miles on it. Cause it, you know, it, it went straight for like 11 and a half seconds for two years. And that was all it did. Um, now some guy in, in Washington, DC drives this 1300 horsepower skyline around as a daily driver, which I want to punch the guy in the face and take his car. And I can't yet. Yeah. Yet is the word. <laughs> <laughs> but this company, <clears throat> this company could, uh, could actually do it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll actually, I'm going to send an email to Tommy now. It's so funny. She was, you know, she's been in the cars a long time. She's been going to car shows since I was pregnant with her and before. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, um, I actually saved, <laughs> we went to the Cavalcade of Customs, which is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Um, we went there in 2000. Well, I went there in 2000 when I was pregnant with her and I actually kept the, uh, the brochure and I still right. have it. So it's from 2000. It's pretty cool. But yeah, she, I took her to car shows when she was really young and she, she could pick out, we went to this one car show and she could pick out, you know, BMW, Audi, Chevelle. She picked out a Chevelle and she was, that's like what I'm talking about. Old. I'm like, yeah, that's my girl. <laughs> but yeah, I drove that WRX. They're peppy. They're peppy, peppy. Oh peppy. yeah. Really fun to drive, buddy. I second that I... second that boost kicks in. Uh yeah, oh, all yeah. four wheels yeah. are like, let's go. Yeah, it's it was peppy. It was peppy. But... So you were saying the first time you drove? Um You drove the WRX. Oh, oh, I don't know. Right. I don't the first know. time you drove what? First time. You yeah, drove like a JDM or like a fast car. Oh, what, yeah. What I was gonna say. Thanks. I, I well, I had an automatic car, and then it just kept nickel and diming me when she got her temps, and I had to, I had to let it go. It was just too expensive to maintain, and so I did. And then I got 
you, you know, got a brand new car and it was a six speed manual and she <laughs> was mad at me, buddy. I was pissed. She was already into her, you know, getting her temps where you have to drive like 4,000 hours or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. And she was really mad at me for getting it because it was a six speed, but it's like, hey. You no, know, I'm forever grateful for it because I'd rather have a stick. a stick shift. She can drive a manual. She went to school and she was like, hey. Some of the guys at school can't drive one. It's know? so yeah. gross. Back me, in the day, you can't that's drive. What people learned on. Dude, no. They had to. It's like, oh well, if gosh. you don't know how to drive a stick, you might not be able to drive. If I, I learned on three on the tree. Bro. I mean. So. Dude, if you don't know how to drive a fucking stick shift, lower your voice when you're talking to me. To like, zero. <laughs> like, don't even talk to me. Like, that's so gross. Like, especially, like, if a dude, like, will try to hit on me. And they're like, yeah, I drive, like, this super sick Mustang or like whatever and it's really like right. a fucking box but i'm like oh really like is it a five or six speed like is it a stick you know like what kind of clutch do you have you know tell me like the specs of the car like what do you have done to it and if they have no it's idea, got drive and drive what, one like, what engine is in it i'm like <laughs> yeah. the other fucking way like don't even talk to me it is so it's such like a turn off and it's my biggest ick like i will immediately like stop talking to anybody if they don't like well mainly like men you know what i mean who right. like seek a love interest in me for whatever psychotic reason um i'm like no if you don't know how to drive stick i'm i cut off dude i burn that bridge so fast <laughs> just that sucker up dude so that's 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 it end of all ends at that point yeah oh yeah mm -hmm. good shit rex what can you drive a stick shift no Okay. I know it's hot. Fucking podcast over. We're done. Yeah, I don't even this. think. I don't, even, <laughs> I don't even think my parents know how. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh man, how old am I? What the shit? One I really I feel fucking old now. Not being able to is remote start, which I heard you can do a remote get a remote start for them. That oh yeah, hundred percent. It ties yeah. into to your clutch, uh, your clutch cable. Um, yeah, that and it, would be a nice feature. Yep. To have. Yeah. The only the only downside is is you have to make sure that when because because I used to do that at a hot rod shop. I was one of the electric installers, so I did radios, remote starts, cool. things like that. I'll keep that in mind. There you go. I still have the equipment. But you got to make sure that when you park your car, um, obviously the e brake is pulled. The car is in neutral. That's the only way you're going to be able to do remote start on a, on a manual. Wow, but it okay. it hundred percent can be done. Thank you for a price. For a price, <laughs> I bet That'd that shit fucking expensive too. Uh, when I, I did it, that expensive. When I did it, uh, the remote start did unit you have to itself start it in neutral. Then yes, the vehicle has to be in neutral. It has to be in yeah, because I was like that yeah. shit would stall so. Quick oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think our I think our remote <laughs> unit. <laughs> that was a challenge. I All of a sudden, you see your car just launch down the driveway, clutch, man. Dude, like that car, dude. She still has it. I swear, I, I can still smell it. the clutch from fucking like six <laughs> years ago. It's a horrific. Yeah, I think it's like six. I think it's like seven years, seven eight years. Yeah, it was, yeah, it's, it's like twenty sixteen. It was. A, it's a twenty sixteen. And when I taught her, I didn't want her to drive <laughs> on the road yet because it is. It's different, dude. We'd mm -hmm. be like going like this, like trying. I mean, to get the car was first. like, and you've seen hydraulics and the. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, swear I turned that shit into a low rider, man. I was, was a low rider. It was dude. interesting. And then, of course, when you're on the hill and you gotta, you know, put it in gear 
to start going, you know, it backs up a little bit. So I had to put something in the back window that says, hey, you better back up. This is a stick shift. <laughs> driver, like, I warned you. <laughs> yeah, dude. If I hit you, it's not my fault. Like, back up. And what people don't understand, too, is I would literally, like, be flipping people off behind me. Cause they they go like straight into your asshole, and I'm like, yeah. dude, first of yep. all, if you get rear-ended, I'm fucked. I'm going through the windshield, seatbelt or no seatbelt. Right. And then you know, if I roll back in cars, like even my SUV, it's not a stick shift. Like that shit, it rolls back slightly if we're on a if if I'm mm -hmm. on a hill. So I'm like, why would you? Why do you want to be so far up my ass? Like you can lick my uvula. Like I don't understand the <laughs> point of that. Like, right. It's really a lose lose situation. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there, there's people that get close enough they can lick your tonsils from the backside, and it's Literally, just fucking just take ridiculous. Take them out while you're down there, so yeah. I don't get strep no more. Shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> while you're in there, dude, just do some snip, snip, and we'll we'll be chilling. But yeah, she learned it, and boom, done. Like piece of cake. She she picked it up and yeah, got on. The and road. I can drive any stick shift, and I haven't driven That's stick cool. in a minute. <laughs> but like when I went to Florida, I was driving a BMW 335, and it was a six speed, and that thing was fast as shit man now have, I, have, have you ever had the opportunity to actually use the paddles steering wheel paddle yet no i i'm so my dad thinks the paddles are cool me i like i know it's more efficient it's more efficient to fucking use paddles but no oh, i like horrible. punching that shit into gear dude i think it's all about the experience and man when i'm just like ring like that shit like <laughs> that bars me up dude i love it I love it, dude. I'd much. Yeah, I'll I'll tell you the, the the paddles. Um, yeah, they suck. Uh, it it took me a long time to figure out how to actually do it. Um, you know, I played video games forever, and you know, I was like, oh, paddles, this will be easy. Hell no, I couldn't find gears for shit, and then dude, fucking. I'd be so confused, man. Yeah, I would. <laughs> dude i could never i could well never. and i mean not only that but when i drive and I'm, I'm getting nervous or something i'm holding the steering wheel i'll I'll do this on the steering wheel well i did that because i was nervous i was in an exotic car that had fucking paddles on it and i'm like <laughs> i don't want to fuck this up well i'm hitting the paddles i'm going up gears down gears and i haven't even left the parking lot yet <laughs> <laughs> i just look like a fucking idiot no it would be an adjustment i mean i i think it would you know i think there's good and bad to it but it would definitely be something an adjustment to learn it's I, I uh like it's rough the, like the actual shifter itself like that's i just like it better but apparently my car can drift and it's front wheel drive I or learned how to drive. wait 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 what, what, what kind of car what kind of car i learned how to drift in her car when i was 16 on a what what wheel. kind of car is it it's a 2016 kia rio <laughs> it's a kia oh, fuck yeah basement model <laughs> Yeah, the it's only amazing. one made. Yeah. Very you get those RPMs up high enough. Oh, yeah. No, you can drift the shit out of that. I did it. Yeah. And it's not built for drifting either. So it's, it's, <laughs> it's definitely not not in the slightest. But um, I, I I learned how to drift on that. That's how I learned to drift. What Good shit. I, I, I learned yeah. drifting in, uh, in Japan, in Iwakuni. And I started with a CA18 180SX. And then graduated to some really, really stupid cars. And I wish I had all no. of them now. <laughs> I oh, missed yeah. every single one of them from the 180 to the S14 to the S15 to the R32. I would love all of them back. I feel that. I miss my Subi. So, Whiskey, what? 
I was making sure you were still awake over there. I, I'm awake. I'm awake. <laughs> so, Whiskey, what was your first car? It was a... What year? 2009? What? What year is my, my Subi? Maybe. I think, it was a, I think it was an 09. The first car, my first ever car I actually bought, I bought it myself. First, when I first got home from the Marine Corps, it was an... I think it was an 09. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure it was an 09. Dad, are you watching? Is it an 09? But, it was a nice car. Yeah, it was, it was a legacy, and that was my fucking baby, and then it got totaled. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah, I know. And I, I, Dude, I offset the frame by a foot and a half, man. Holy shit. Yeah, the airbags <laughs> didn't go off, and it was on the highway, and I had a cement fucking wall. Like, my headlights were dancing and shit. Like, I could not correct it. But uh, yeah, that was my first car. And then my second car after that one, after I got all the money from that one, from insurance, I bought a, I was a dumbass, and I bought a fucking Project Volkswagen CC. And turns out that a clutch for that, you can't get an aftermarket one for it. And it's two grand off the rip. I yep. was like, holy shit. And my dad told me not to get it. And I was like, well, dad, I really want it because it's got black, black windows. You know what I mean? So it's like really nice. It yeah, says GTI on the side. That's really cool. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just gonna, it's just a project car, Dad. You have project cars all the time. Like, no, yeah. I fucking didn't have the money to build a fucking project car. And now I have a Kia Sorento SUV. It's an 11. It's in 2011. It's about to hit 200,000 miles. It still runs amazingly. Um, And now I'm like saving up for a new car just for when this one like shits the bed. You know what I mean? Right. I want to get another. I, I kind of want to get another legacy, but I think this time I want to get a stick. Cause they they built they make they make the legacy in a stick and if mm -hmm. I could find the problem is is I don't wanna what hold on man I thought that's why you drive mine I like driving mine yeah arm. cause it hurts it hurts <laughs> it hurts to just play aim lab with my arm but um no I I just it's way more fun having a stick shift and. I think I'm going to wait to get the O2WRX because, like, I know it's going to be a project and I need a daily before I get, like, you know, anything. Right. Uh, now that, like, I'm an adult and I live by myself and fucking <laughs> budget and, like, adult and shit, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, but you got a kid. Yeah. I know. I'm a single mother. I'm a hard That's what I'm saying. Mother. Like, I am. <laughs> See, mom, I relate to you. Isn't it? I relate to you. We relate. In his bed. Yeah, he's that's not I his mean, bed, that's his litter box. He's litter laying box. in his fucking litter box right now. Yeah. Dipstick, what are you doing? They do want her to get a bunny cam, though. That would be cool. Well, he's oh, yeah. free roam. He's he's mainly free roam. I just gotta I gotta teach him not to lay in his fucking litter box. But I don't know how. Because he stinks sometimes when he just decides to lay in there. I would change his litter box out like multiple times a day. Well, they have that new camera. Shit, I can't think of who made it i'll have to look it up but it's it's completely on a swivel and once you lock it into a target it will follow the target oh. wherever it goes um yeah I mean, if you if you still want the free range you know bunny running around that might be an option no yes. it would not be able to keep up dude he's <laughs> man this dude he is a track star and he drifts he'll like kick his back legs out like side to side and then turn and 180 and i'm like damn you're just like your mother the apple does not fall far from the tree so that's yeah. how you walk. You just kick your legs out and just <laughs> go for it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. That's usually shit going down my damn staircase. But yeah. And pool, I forget the name of it, but I'm pretty sure it's the same camera that um, ex military man has. This is track sims too. Uh, I think I think you're right. 
I don't know the name of it. I don't know. I saw it the other day and I was I'm like, that's really in my cool. Lap when I'm gaming though, and like chat can see him in my that's lap. That's true. Or I like flip my hoodie around and put him in my hood. <laughs> Wait, what? Uh, my dad. Yeah, what do I know about cars? Oh, Z06 Caddy is, is my dad. That's Papa well, I was Whiskey. Wondering okay. If you remembered what he said. I don't know. I was like, well, I was if you remembered what year my legacy was, dude. That was a legacy ago. We don't know. Yeah, it was. It was so long ago. Back when I was young and dumb, and now I'm like old and dumb. There we go. Insta 360 <laughs> webcam. No, not buying it. Sorry. No, believe me, the older you get, the dumber shit we do. Yeah, we just, we just adult money. You get no, adult money, and then you get to do adult stupid shit with your adult money. It's not even the adult and money. We, like, we know how to hide it now. Worse. It's just getting worse. My hobbies are getting more expensive. Oh, yeah. Like, it's rough out here, man. It is yeah, rough. like, I'm, I, I, I love... economy? Oh, shit. yeah, no, you're dumb. <laughs> shit <laughs> it's like i've got i've got two fans out on the uh the streaming pc when i built that um i could buy two fans for like 12 bucks i looked at <laughs> a complete replacement set for for my entire setup you know for my fans and it's like 165 bucks i was like i just it's five fans come on what the fuck are you guys doing now yeah and we, already, we already saw whiskey whiskey wants a new computer we saw that post earlier so we might yeah, have my, to I think drop your name a couple times out. on that one. Huh? I said we might have to drop your name a couple times on that, that particular post. Some people have, which is really sweet. Like, um, but yeah, I think my motherboard's going out and like trying to do like, a, like obviously I, I can still like do stuff with my PC, but like my PC is starting to have, like starting to act up a little bit. And um, it's it's really scaring me like i've crashed on valorant like where mm -hmm. my like i haven't blue screened yet thank god but like my entire thing will freeze my mixer everything my mic everything freezes and my game doesn't even crash i have to just manually restart my fucking pc and right. i had to do that three times in the past two days and mm. it it's really starting to scare me i think it's my motherboard um and I just, I don't know enough about it to rebuild it myself, um, let alone like buy a fucking motherboard, you know, because last <laughs> time, because this was rebuilt last year and with a brand new, like the only thing that's not brand new in it is the RAM CPU and GPU. You know what I mean? Right. Um, but that CPU and GPU is kind of a little bit old, so it probably needs done. Yeah. Needs, it needs upgraded anyways. So it would definitely be a blessing if I won that. So I probably won't. I probably won't because I've, you know, tried so many giveaways and I never win giveaways ever. So oh, and there's crazy. there's like 15 every two seconds on, on Twitter anyway. So it's. Yeah. Like and I've, I've 40, you know, tried to get into get getaway, giveaways or whatever. And I just I literally never, ever win. So just one of those things, man. I got you. It's amazing how many PC giveaways you see on Twitter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> But like, just think about how many people actually like enter into them, and you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Because I just seen like the odds are never in my favor. I see like five or six of those fuckers a day when I'm scoring for Twitter. Oh, I've seen yeah. some. They're like, I'll give ten PCs away to the first ten people. Like, and it says one second ago, forty thousand replies. I'm like, uh, yeah. what? Ah, uh, Kevin. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even need a new PC. I just wanted to try. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. No, well, no, tell you what, Rex, we have we have hit our time limit, so I'm going to uh, 
fuck, I'm going to hand it over to you, man. You close this thing out. All right. Well, this has been the Cell of Arms. Whiskey, thank you for coming back on the podcast. And thank you, Mama Whiskey, for also coming on. Thank you, Rex. Thank you, Dead Sequel. It's been an absolute pleasure having you two on. And then um, tomorrow, I believe, is, is Twix tomorrow for his episode, too. So that should be a good episode. Oh, I love Twix. But, yeah, we're going to rate out um, two into someone. I don't know his life. <laughs> Tell you what, Whiskey, do you have anybody that, if you have your PC up and running, do you have anybody that you would recommend? To, we're on my uh... PC right now. Well, I, I mean, I saw the, the screen flashing multiple times. So I know you're on the PC. Do you got anybody that you would suggest? <laughs> um, yeah, we can't I do, hear Rex? What? You can't hear me? No. Um, I'll drop his name in the chat. He's my duo on Valorant, and he has one viewer. Usually Please I'd be don't. carrying him in Valorant right now. So this is... Oh, yeah. Magic Mike. Yeah, that's dead. All right. Magic Mike TTV. So, real quick, whiskey. Where can uh, where can anybody that's listening or watching right now find you on your socials, your Twitch, whatever it is? Plug away. Um, AK forty seven whiskey shot. It's on Twitter, TikTok, Twitch, YouTube, uh, Instagram, and soon to be coming out of Nashville. Dude, I, fuck, I don't know if I could feel on that. I went to Nashville one time and I was not, I did not like it. Uh, we tried. A for effort. Hey, you know, I'm, I, I have my moments, you know, I'm just, I'm just the old guy that, that, that the only thing I'm here for is to talk. <laughs> That's fair. Best questions. It, it, pretty much. Fucking ads. I just want to raid someone and you fuck off. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, um, I'm going to jump out. I, I think my son finally got home from, from work, so I got to go find out how he's doing. Uh, Mama Whiskey, Whiskey, y'all have been an absolute blast. Um, Should have had you on, both of you on, you know, the, the first episode, because the interaction between you two, y'all are adorable. Absolutely love it. Um, I will see you guys around in your stream, Whiskey. And uh, yeah. Just thank you. <laughs> I do too. I'm I'm yeah. hoping Tuesday when I go into the ortho and I say cut it off, they listen this time. What? Yeah. Thanks. All right. See I you guys later. Bye. Bye. Okay. I think we're out of here.